0: You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale on 1.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Back in January, Business Insider ran a headline reporting that 78 members of Congress have violated a law designed to prevent insider trading and stop conflicts of interest. Last year, the New York Times ran a piece noting that at least 97 lawmakers or their family members bought or sold financial assets over the preceding three years in industries that could be affected by their legislative committee work. More infamously now, back in 2020, at least six senators were accused of insider trading after a closed-door briefing to the Senate Committees on Foreign Relations and Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions on the COVID-19 pandemic. Over the past two years, some have been following House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her husband's stock trades, causing concern on both sides of the aisle about potential conflicts there. While members of the House are frustrated with these headlines and want to strengthen conflict of interest requirements, one bill that would seek to do this is the somewhat humorously named Trust in Congress Act. The bill is bipartisan legislation crafted by Virginia Democrat Abigail Spanberger and Texas Republican Chip Roy. Its 51 co-sponsors range from Jerry Nadler and Katie Porter on the left to Matt Gates and Pete Sessions on the right. It's quite a diverse coalition, and in a divided Congress, that's exactly what a bill needs to get passed. The bill would require members of Congress, their spouses, and any dependent children to place certain investments in a qualified blind trust up to 180 days after the end of their final term. What exactly does that mean? Let's break it down. What are these certain investments? Will it include securities, commodities, or futures? So securities are most commonly stocks. Commodities are physical or actual goods and services. Futures are contracts that essentially bet on the future price of a stock by a certain date. So what's not included in this? Well, treasury notes or bonds are not included, but neither are widely held investment funds. If so you think of mutual funds or index funds, all of that would be allowed to be held outside the blind trust, of course, with existing transparency requirements. What's a blind trust? So what are, what are we putting this into? Well, instead of a member of Congress having direct control, all their funds would go into a legal entity called a trust over which they do not have direct control or even knowledge. That's what makes it a blind trust. The trustee would be the person allowed to make investment decisions, and they could be a financial institution, an attorney, accountant, or investment advisor who performs fiduciary duties. That is, they take actions in the best interest of the person whose property they are managing. The trustee has to be independent of the member of Congress. They can't be a relative, employee, or business partner, and the law explicitly states this. Unlike a regular trust, the trustor, so that would be the member of Congress or their spouse, has no knowledge of what the holders in the trust are. Now, this sounds like a pretty foolproof way to get around potential conflicts. Dr. Will Kenton reports that it's not actually as good as it sounds, though. Even with a blind trust, members of Congress are likely to know the mix of various investments from the setup of the trust, even if not specific firms or specific stocks that they're holding. Also, because they pick a trustee, he argues that they might pick one which they know will act in a certain way given different situations. Nonetheless, he does note that such a scenario can help establish public confidence and alleviate some appearance and certainly mitigate some actual conflicts of interest. Representative Abigail Spanberger, one of the bill's primary authors, argued that this legislation is important to reestablish both ethics in policymaking and public confidence in the policymakers.
1: I think it's important that we should not only endeavor to avoid impropriety, but the mere appearance of impropriety. And the way that we do that is we say, as members of Congress, we should not be allowed to own individual stocks. Neither can our spouses, neither can our children. We are taking active steps to say, when we are in Congress, we are working for the people who elected us. We are not thinking about what stock trades we may or may not make. We are not having in the back of our mind information from a briefing we had that morning. We are focused on the people. And if we can affirm that to the American people, by saying, in fact, we won't sell or buy stocks, we won't allow ourselves to participate in the market in this way, in order to affirm that we deserve your trust, I think it's worth doing. I'm so grateful that Chip Roy, Republican colleague from Texas, is my co-lead on this bill. And
0: When asked about this type of legislation last year, however, Nancy Pelosi argued that the existing transparency requirements were more than enough to ensure ethics and that the blind trust was going too far. We have a responsibility to report in the stock on the stock, but we are a free market economy. They should be able to participate in that. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning into Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.